I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The wheels are spinning. Wheels are spinning. Maybe I could cut it into like, cut it down a little bit and then like distribute some of the skin over somehow. I don't know. It helps like he, I mean, he pulls the ribs with it too. So like, I don't know, maybe you yeah. mix that in or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll just buy a hog. There you go. Emily, I bought a hog. <laughs> we bought a zoo. Bring me my, bring me my shears. <laughs> What we do here is go back, 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 back. podcast everyone this is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle uh you can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com we're at the wheel route on twitter wheel route podcast at gmail.com is the email address and uh you can get the show from apple podcast spotify google play stitcher etc etc all up in there my name is logan whitehouse i'm on twitter at logo on the dawn coming to you guys from stewart florida um Whereas I was sharing today, I've got, uh, you know, 1.5 holes of golf in this evening before we got rained out. So not the wall club brought the rains, um, but the uh, the good news is that September is bringing football this weekend. I'm excited. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we also got a fair amount of precipitation this afternoon. Uh, brought some cooler temps in as well. It's feeling like football weather here. Um, yeah, good times all around. For, for the valley and its foliage. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan, where since our last episode, I did one good tweet, and uh, business might be picking up. So, so stay tuned. Booming. Uh, very excited. That's a great tease, Jordan. Nicely done. <laughs> um, that's a business term. Um, my you. name is Jason Kreck. I am also in Harrisonburg, Virginia. As you know, um, go blue streaks, go blue streaks. Yeah, there were we had some we had some like light to moderate flooding in the friendly city today. Mm. Um, some some cricks overflowed and whatnot, some poor drainage. Um, but yeah, considering it's been like ninety eight the whole week, eh, I'll take it. Um, there's also uh, live football happening right now. I feel like we should mention that. Oh, that is uh, true. The UAB Blazers and the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Y'all, y'all want a store uh, score update real quick? UAB is up seven nothing in the second quarter. All right, Gamecocks okay. hanging strong. Jacksonville State has the ball. I believe Jacksonville State's quarterback formerly played at Clemson. Uh, let's see. I feel the like Jacksonville State's there? one of those schools that like didn't Z Ryan Cooper. Yeah, did didn't Ryan uh Paralu play at Jacksonville State after yeah, he, he did. made it through after he matriculated through LSU? That's correct. I'll give you uh one whole dollar if you can tell me Z Cooper's first name. Zay. Z A Zarek. It's Zarek. Yeah. Uh, it's Derek with a Z. Yeah. Zay Zay is more of a DB name. I should have known better. You were yeah, right. he was at Clemson in twenty seventeen. You were right, Jason. Yeah, wow. There you go. Look at that. Jason, you go um, Clem you go Clemson. Do I go Clemson? You go Clemson. Say say it. Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. I usually what? go. I go more Clemson. I go with like a. a oh, okay. I, I get what you're saying. You go with like the Z, the Clemson. Yeah. yeah. The Z. I I slur it together. I, I have no idea that's correct. On the Clemson. More of a Zarek. More of a yeah. 
as opposed to a Sarek. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if that's right or um, you would be splat the really, I'm sure they don't mind. Yeah, it's fine. We'll talk about it. Uh, also, I tweet things at Jason Crick. Yes. That's all I have tonight. Lovely. What are you guys drinking? Uh, I am still on my bubbly boy nonsense. This time it is the Polar Seltzer Cranberry Lime out of a can. Uh, probably my favorite flavor at the moment. Really my good. My favorite vintage. If you um, if you can afford uh, the juice, the juice you, smells you like, like broken here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm I'm saying more from like a sugar content um, right. standpoint. But you put like a shot of actual cranberry juice in that; it's so good. Okay, good to know. We'll table that. <laughs> Jason, I am. Uh, I have nothing to drink tonight uh, because <laughs> Stay hydrated, my friend it does smell like broken. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I had uh, beverages in the fridge, and either I didn't, or my roommate, as he did a, a very deep clean earlier this week, threw out some beers. I have no idea. You probably but, thought they were like spoiled cucumbers, but they were beers. They were just in the they were in the cucumber drawer. That's, yeah. There's like, a decent chance. Why is my beer crisper empty? That was uh, listen. That was a, a stroke of genius from the Ted, and I'll hear nothing against it. Well, did you know in the fridge that a full thirty rock? can fit in the vegetable crisper of oh jason was the last time you had a rolling rock when you were down here uh yeah probably yeah yeah okay same although i'm okay with it living uh, uh I, oh, I definitely glamorize what rolling rock was i'm oh, okay oh, yeah. living in ignorance no, it's, it's gross it's really gross but... i'm sure it is but man but listen a deal's a deal right it was delicious in 2010 yeah yes um, for I 35 cents a beer i'm also going bubbly this is the spindrift orange mango again what uh what year is that gators cup from 1994 wow this is the 1994 sugar bowl champs florida put it on west virginia 41 to 7 commemorative plastic cup i love the handle yeah this, we have two of these and it's uh, yeah this is this like almost became like the dog food scoop cup, and yeah, I was like, I, can no, I can't, I can't do that, you know, because yep. there's too much friction. The logos get rubbed off, but yeah, on the back here we have like the the weird like super '90s 3D print, a lot uh, of shadow. Florida Gators, okay. 1993 SEC football champs. This was back when Steve Spurrier was was uh, collecting SEC football champs. Those were the days. Hmm. Connor was born in 1994, probably wow. soon after this game. <laughs> Shout out to Ann. Not quite nine months after that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this game was probably in like January. Connor's born in February. Okay. She was she was just swole as a tick, ready to pop. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Ready to burst with Connor. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Shout out Connor. All right. Uh uh any any so so we got some minor flooding going on in in the berg happy minor to hear flooding? that um yeah i don't think there's really anything else rock town wise has high school football started down there yes yes are they are is is school like full full go in virginia for the moment with masks i think okay. yeah i think that's right okay i was just curious down yeah. here it's you know what's also sort of day to day. Go, apparently is school board meetings. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. <laughs> listen, I know. yeah, Rockingham uh, County. The one, the one that went viral this week was in Rico County. The uh, the, the 
the attendance list that was very like Bart Simpson. Oh uh, yeah, Eileen Dover, yep. and and all of her friends. <laughs> something and spread them or something. Oh my gosh, yeah, oh, amazing. Yeah, that was that was uh, delightful. So shout out to the Commonwealth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, well, we have live football going on right now, and we have live football really every. We have a significant amount of football every day, even through Sunday. I mean, there's there's a couple at least one game on Sunday. There's a Monday of night note, game too. Oh, we have the money. Oh, is that the Louisville uh, Ole Miss game? Yep. Yeah, lost a little bit of luster that game. Louisville Louisville's not helping themselves out in that game. You know, that that could have been that could have been something. We could have had a contender. You know what I'm saying? Could have had it all. <clears throat> Anyhow, all right. Well, uh, let's jump into talking games of note. We're back on our midweek game BS here. Um, we'll talk some games of note, and then of course we will give you. What you come here for, and that is picks against the spread of the premier five games of the weekend. Um, we are not fishing for value, although Jordan, if you know, if any uh, little little value deals caught your eye, feel free to shout them out. Yeah, the I did have one for tomorrow night. So when we when we walk down the Thursday board, I'll okay pop out with that. But. All right, well, sounds good. So let's let's get right to it. Um, on Thursday, uh, the game that jumped out to me the most that I'm the most interested in is Boise state traveling to Orlando to take on UCF. Yep. Um, that should be a fun game. It's Andy Avalos's first game as Boise state's head coach. So we'll see how that goes. He um, follows in the, uh, the, the traditional Boise state mold of kind of coming up through the program and being a, a program guy and all that. I mean, I know, I think was he at Oregon for a while. Um, or maybe UCLA or something. I don't know. Anyhow, he's uh, he's definitely, I think he went to Boise, played there. So uh, Andy Avalos t- brings him in. And then we get to see Malzahn uh, and his, let's see if he's had any sort of effect on UCF so far. I, I'm interested to see how Malzani that offense looks because UCF brings back a lot of talent. Dylan Gabriel should be fun. Um, I think I, uh, I mean, that's a that's a legitimate good game. I'm, I'm excited to watch the game. Two good teams. I agree. I also uh, fully approve of the, the adjective Malzani. I think yeah, that works. That works really well. We can Malzani. Because I mean, everyone, you know exactly, you know like, exactly what it means without a definition. Right, right. Like you would think Rhett Lashley's offense would be more Malzani, but it looks right. actually but it's more passable. Refined. It's more yeah, refined. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, no. This one, was, this one was actually the game that uh, jumped out at me. UCF minus five and a half. I love it. I love it. Going to sprinkle Ooh. a little bit. That's up to that's up to six now on ESPN. Yeah, they use a different book for their mm. uh, their graphics. So. Their official. Yeah, I mean, that's, I would I would agree with you. I think that that feels a little low. I think UCF's going to be solid again, and their first game at home, and I think it's going to be a little crazy. They call it the bounce house. Yeah, they want to impress. They're going to be on ESPN. Like they, yeah. they want some style points right out the gate. Malzahn's no stranger to to putting on a show while winning. So, is uh, old Hank Bachmeyer still getting it done behind center for uh, Boise? That's a good question, Logan. Didn't uh, question. didn't they still have like a Rippin descendant? Oh my gosh. They probably did or, or or do. Oh yeah, Hank Bachmeyer yeah. is only a junior, despite yeah. all odds. Um they got a lot of QBs. Oh, Jack Sears. Oh, where did he transfer from? 
That's oh, that's such a Nebraska name. Jack Sears. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. This Jack Sears character. <laughs> yeah, I think didn't I am pretty sure Boise State last year had um a, like a, a bunch of quarterbacks play. Oh, so. Jack Sears was one of the the US, uh, USC merry-go-round when like Slovis okay. got hurt and <laughs> okay. JT Daniels was out there. Yeah. There we go. So, anyhow, so he's there, which is odd. Um, Peters, I mean, there's just just a, a lot going on here. He threw for 26 yards last year, big year for him. So, anyhow, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, Boise has earned, you know, I think some of their cachet. I think they're going to be pretty solid, but uh, UCF should be better. Just, just again, Malzani, just keep your eyes out. It yep. can happen to anybody. Yep. All right. Let's keep it moving here. Uh, North. Uh, I, were there any other Thursday games you wanted to touch on, Jordan or Jason? Um, I didn't see any others that were like particularly exciting. There's some brand name teams playing, but yeah, like Ohio State, Minnesota was the only one I'm also planning on checking out just because I want to see like how does CJ Stroud look on the road first. Uh, right. First start under center. How does PJ Fleck? do look. against Ohio State. <laughs> How does P.J. Yeah. Fleck look? How's, how's what does he, he look doing? like? What's he been up to? Uh, what kind of facial hair bald combination is he rocking at at September 2nd, year of our Lord, 2021? Sure. Yes. Are you interested at all in Temple at Rutgers? No. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I think I, think, I, think uh, I saw the line on that's like 15. Ooh. I think East Carolina App State could get weird. Yeah, I would agree with that. 7.30 on a Friday in Charlotte, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> That's about it. Houston Baptist at New Mexico? No? Yeah. No, no. I think yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out Houston of, Baptist straight steal UConn, like one of UConn's defunct Husky. Kind, it looks kind of like they like they, they lightened the blue. It's and got like green. Yeah. It's, it's like what a bunch of high schools do to like the yeah. Green Bay Packers G. <laughs> That's correct. Or the, That's the Michigan exactly. Wolverines, uh, yep. like whatever that is yeah, on the their wings. helmet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's move to Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. September 3rd. Some more, you know, some more matchups. We have North Carolina at VPI. Uh, I think North Carolina is getting a lot of love and. They are. I know, like, a lot of people in, like, Miami are, like, looking at, like, okay, that North Carolina game, that's going to be the most important game of the year. And it very well could be. I think we even said as much on the podcast. That's going to be a very pivotal game for both teams. But, I mean, Virginia Tech, as much grief as we give them, not an easy out. Uh, It'll be – I'm just kind of interested to see, like, if Sam Howell is able to have the same kind of, like, aggressive – success that they had last year with a tremendous running you know stable of running backs and a um and and good wide receivers so you know they're gonna need to gel quickly uh but i think north carolina's defense is likely to improve so but anyhow i feel like i'll keep an eye on this i feel like that game i'm probably going to be immediately proven wrong but i feel like this game probably like it feels like a game that shouldn't be close in either direction like it feels like Either North Carolina is really good and is just going to beat them by like 28 and everybody's going to panic in Blacksburg or like North Carolina yeah. can't get anything going and Virginia Tech gets its run game going and grinds them to like a 28 to six win and everybody wants to offer Fuente an extension. Mm. Mm. 
That would yeah, be I can't. I can't. I honestly can't choose which one I would like to wake up to more. <laughs> Given those two options, they both sound delightful. Um, yeah, like North Carolina's preseason top ten team. Yeah, which is I don't nuts. really know how that happened. Yeah, the line on this game that I have seen is UNC favored by six and a half. Um, I like. I would bet Virginia Tech if. If I were allowed to, um, if I were allowed <laughs> to exercise my freedoms in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like since the whole Fuente flirted with Baylor thing, you haven't really heard a whole lot of like angst or or trouble coming out of Blacksburg. At least I haven't. Maybe I just haven't been paying close enough <laughs> attention, um, which would be a shame if I've missed any of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think the like vibes are. Quiet. I don't think the vibes are good. I, I do think it has been quieter, but some know. awkwardness. Yeah, which is to be expected when you're going into a lame duck year. But like, right. you have had the whole off season to prepare for this a coastal matchup. You know this team. You know the scheme they're going to try and run. I think Tech can keep it close, especially with if, like Jason said, they can run the ball the way they want to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sort of interested interested to see what kind of defense North Carolina comes out with this year because yeah. they should be because um, it improved. wasn't great last year. and it wasn't great last year. And I know that then they hire the defensive coordinator from Army, and that was supposed to be like a big splash thing. And um, I also don't think that the Phil Longo offensive approach does defenses a lot of favors, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. That's well documented. North Carolina scores a lot of points. This is modern football. You know, you're not going to hold teams to 17 points or less, you know, every game anymore. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that going three and out in 45 seconds and trotting your defense back out there is like super uh, good for your defense's um, overall tiredness levels. So, yeah. All right. We'll keep it moving. That should be, I don't really feel like this is going to be a fun game to watch, but that is a game of note. Exactly. <laughs> not fun, exactly. But interesting. All right. Also on for, uh, no, that, that was the only Friday game. That I was, you know, getting jazzed for you guys. You're not jazzed for Michigan State Northwestern. Can't say either of those teams really do it for me. As like a they used graduate, to. Old Dominion at Wake. I'm into that. You know, I'm into that. The Bobby Wilder Bowl. <laughs> the BWB. Um, yeah. So we'll 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 keep it moving here. Let's go to Saturday. Um, some non-picker games here. LSU at UCLA. We've mentioned this a couple times now. Just interesting, right? Um, LSU should have the vastly more talented team, but they haven't played yet. UCLA has played a game, um, which matters. The game is at UCLA. Big travel for LSU um, right after a hurricane storm through the area. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just saying. There's some like weird uh, non-football reasons that this game maybe could be close or, or could be interesting. Yeah, the line that I see is three. For this game see LSU that's favored yeah. by three. so i would just really pound lse there but <laughs> but no, i mean i think that they should be better but i nothing about lsu's season last year really leads you to believe that they are gonna like just dominate right um and especially travel against a team and we'll see lsu's defense is always their calling card but uh you get spread out and get creased a little bit with chip kelly offense kind of running at you could could get a little could get a little weird um, 
FAU, the Fighting Willie Taggarts are bringing it to Gainesville this weekend. Uh, Jason, have you seen these FAU helmets? I don't think I have. They're kind of nice. They look sweet. They're like red and they have like a blue state of Florida. Oh, yeah. And it says Atlantic. Atlantic down the... It's kind of cool. Like they're they're, they're well done. I'm going to board it. Yeah. Anyhow, um, Jordan pointed out they look kind of like SMUs. It's like SMUs color scheme a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, which is red, white, and blue. It's not really, <laughs> not really like uh, breaking, breaking the new ground there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just interested to see how it goes for Florida. I think they should go well. And Kosi Perry is going to be at the helm for FAU, which is Waking there's a name. Echoes. There's a name for you. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really think it should be uh, too crazy of a game for the Gators. But uh, you know, I'll probably be sweating it out for the first quarter, as as one does. And finally, before we start picking uh, Notre Dame at Florida State, just just interested, interested in seeing what Florida State looks like. Just plopped right there on Sunday night. People are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, <clears throat> well documented. I think Florida State maybe could take a step forward this year and be better and have a bad, an equally bad record as last year, if not maybe worse. Just their their schedule does appear pretty tough. Um, or maybe they could exceed expectations and be, you know, move up closer to that like top third of the ACC team that they probably should like be at all times, regardless of how quote unquote bad they are. Um, but I don't know what they, the last couple of years for them have been pretty tough, pretty tough. So, um, Notre Dame does break in a new quarterback in this one as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see maybe, maybe a little bit of wonkiness to start, um, but if Florida State's out swag surfing at midfield before the game, then we We've know. We've seen that just movie before. Bet, bet the house on, on Notre Dame. <laughs> oh my gosh. Remember they did that and they just got shelled by like Virginia Tech? Oh yeah. my man. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> the, place, never... the place was going absolutely bonkers. And it was it was the mo- one of the most energetic Florida State stadiums I've seen for about oh, a minute yeah. and a half. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> there was, and then yeah. the air just completely left yeah great great really <laughs> hate that it had to be virginia tech doing it but you know it's right. right okay jordan take us into uh pick city usa here all right pick city usa population three at week the moment. one <laughs> uh we have five count them five picks against the spread to make this week next week each and every week bless our hearts um we do keep a running tally. These are for entertainment purposes only. Um, unless, you know, unless you want to wet the peak a little bit, then do so <laughs> do so responsibly, please. Um, yeah, we have five uh, opening weekend ranked-on-ranked matchups, so those naturally will be the five that we are picking, starting with Penn State at Wisconsin, noon o'clock Saturday, the Badgers are favored by five and a half, and Jason gets to start us off. Like at what, at what point do I get to not be the first pick? Because it, it's always the freaking noon game, and anyways. We're just going alphabetical. We're just going alphabetical. How First name alphabetical, which is a, it's a close one on first names. but <laughs> Middle initial alphabetical. Like, you are losing all three of these. It's all three. I know this. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> Uh, what what game is this? What sport are we talking about? Yeah, this is uh, 
women's rowing and the who's are going to win another natty college field hockey uh penn state at wisconsin 11 a.m kickoff yeah local yeah i feel like this is i'm gonna i'm gonna take wisconsin um wow i feel like it's you know early morning the home team um and not to travel it kind of plays the I can't imagine there's any sort of offensive precision in this game, um, which seems like a very up the Badgers alley. So, um, yeah, give me Wisconsin. All right. I am also going to take Wisconsin. Um, Just did not like a whole lot of what I saw from Penn State last year. It's been well documented, but I have James Franklin trust issues as well (laughs) when it comes to if you if you follow the Wheel Round podcast for the yeah, last five years, real ones know. No. Real yes. ones know. Um, yeah, and I think like I think especially week one, I am more inclined to bet home teams because of the fan element. Like these kids didn't really play in front of fans last year, and so this is this is the first like true legit road game for Penn State in over 12 months and it's against the top 15 team and it means a lot uh they're they're going to be jumping around allegedly so i'll take the badgers gotcha um i'm gonna take the badgers too wisconsin is always great early season and really really gets you believing i feel like we've had some we've had some badger games you know they, they, they always got like a just a middle linebacker that like picks a pass off or something. They get up 14 and got, they sit on the end. He's, like, oh. he's got the cowboy collar. Yeah, this Wisconsin team's pretty good. Um, just looking at a little bit of recent history here. Uh, it looks like Penn State did win last year. So that's um, troubling for, for some recent history purposes. But uh, yeah, not, not really game. sure. COVID. Not really yeah. sure what to expect with a uh, Sean Clifford-led Penn State offense here. It doesn't really, doesn't really fire me up so much. So yeah, I think Wisconsin. You know, they're not gonna they, they they're not gonna sign up to lose to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game without winning this one. So <laughs> let's get it going. Yep. All right. Uh, next, we and move covering. into the three thirty slot with a bit of a larger number. We've got Alabama and Miami. Uh, they where is this game being played? Is this like Atlanta? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Mercedes Benz. All right. So basically, a home game for Alabama. Uh, what like how many of their fans do you think just have like rental units there by now for the SEC championship game? And anyhow, that's that's an article that I won't. Someone else can pitch, and someone else what's, can write. What's the operation? There's going to be an operation. Um. Yeah, anyhow, Bama favored by 18 and a half here. They are replacing a lot on offense. They return a lot on defense. Um, I'm going to not overthink this, and I'm going to take Bama to cover. Uh, we're just going to lean into it. I, I am concerned kind of about the, the cohesion factor out of the gate on offense, um, but I, I don't know that I can trust Derek King to do – prime deer king things for four quarters against this defense uh the miami offensive line in the past has not done a great job of protecting 
whomever was behind them. Um, yes. And that was typically against ACC coastal defensive lines. Yeah, this, up to and including Mr. Derek King himself. Right? Yeah, this this is an Alabama defensive line, and that's that's a step above what they're used to seeing. So, yeah, um, yeah I think Alabama clearly more talented, and maybe it takes them a quarter, quarter and a half to get going. But uh, I like the tide here. Gotcha. I mean, I like the tide here. I think that Alabama could and will be covering for portions of this game. Love the backdoor cover here for my for Miami. Um, big time backdoor cover potential. We saw Notre Dame cover against Alabama last year inexplicably for no reason in a game Alabama was absolutely trouncing them in. And then, you know, I think Notre Dame loses that game by like 16 or 17 or something. And, of course, the spread was 27 and a half or whatever. But that all said... Um, I do think Derek King is able to, you know, do the heroic thing and give Alabama, I guess I would say, enough fits to uh, to get maybe a, a cover squeezed out of this one. Um, you know, Miami isn't, uh, like, non-talented, but uh, I do have the same concerns you have about their offensive line. Over the course of this game, Alabama should be able to pull away, but yeah, it's a little maybe just, just maybe a little backdoor cover action. Also, fun fact for you guys: Did you know that the quarterback for the Miami Hurricanes is older than the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> Seriously, that sounds about right. It's delightful. Yeah, it's true, and it's crazy. But uh, anyhow, so roll tide, I suppose. But I will. I'll go with Miami. A little, little cover ski. Um. I'm going to – sorry, I just started playing on ESPN.com. Shouts out to the sponsors. Um, no free ads. I'm going to I'm gonna agree with Jordan and not overthink it. Um, I think – yeah, I just have a hard time seeing Miami move the ball cleanly against Alabama. Uh, and I think, I think Alabama, even if their offense can't get going, just sits on them until they're dead and does enough to – to cover the spread. Oh, this is there is a there is a very distinct possibility that is what happens. This could be a snoozer. I just yeah. hope that it's I, I guess I'm kind of hoping that it's not. And I am surprised to see Jordan picking against his boy Rhett Lashley here with an opportunity. Big opportunity. That, does he know that head, head coaching? Painful. Yeah, no, Maybe. I know. And this, you know, listen, I I just respect Coach Saban. We're focused we're much. focused on the North Carolina game. You know, yeah. we're focused on the North Carolina game. <laughs> yeah, and so is Rhett. Like he knows yeah. he knows where his bread is buttered, and that's coastal ACC matchups. <laughs> uh, all right all right uh next 330 game we go back to the b1g Ugh. it's the indiana hoosiers <laughs> it's the iowa hawkeyes uh the home side iowa is favored by three and a half here and logan gets to start love iowa love iowa here pound the hawkeyes um sneaky i think i had them as uh, one of the sneaky value teams to win the big 10 if we're if we're really acting a little out of pocket, want to want to maybe <laughs> sprinkle a little. Um, I see no difference really in Iowa. Like I'm looking forward to the Iowa Wisconsin game because I think like both of those teams are are really just built built like each other, and uh, it'll be like a it'll be like a singularity of of football when that happens. Um, but either one of those two teams is going to win this side of the Big Ten, and. Uh, yeah, I think Iowa's defense is good. Excited for Michael Penix Jr. to be back for Indiana, but first game back against a good Iowa defense on the road. Um, I like the Hawkeyes. 
Uh, I'm going to take Indiana. I just, this feels like a, this feels like a let's get weird week one game. And once again, I feel like weirdness, as strange as it is to say, it doesn't favor Iowa, but the only team it favors yeah, more yet. is Indiana. <laughs> it's, it's not nighttime. It's not nighttime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they, can't, they can't ruin a season here, so the weirdness doesn't You got to wait until after the time change, and then right. it's just all bets are off. It's like it's, it's so, pitch black, yeah. I think, I think the weirdness uh, benefits the Hoosiers here, um, and I, you could talk me into them winning outright for sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to take Iowa here. Um, I w- this is one of those I'll be rooting for Indiana, but I think the smarter pick, again, going back to my, my home field advantage, really meaning more maybe these first first week or two. Uh, so that's what I'll stick with. Um, but I, I will watch, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, as an Indiana fan. Um, <laughs> so so I really I win either way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, okay. Tom next. Allen. Tom Allen really does bring the juice too. He's he's a he's an ex- exciting guy to watch coach football game. He is Excitable, a football coach. Yes. Yeah, just like <laughs> eating glass on the sideline, raging. It's, it's great. All right. Uh, Four thirty. We have Louisiana. Uh, I I think they dropped the Lafayette. Maybe they still kept they it. No, they it's, okay. it's Louisiana. The artist formerly known as Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, they are traveling to Austin to take on Steve Sarkeesian's Texas Longhorns. The Horns are favored by eight Puntos, and Jason, resident uh, Texas sympathizer, gets to lead us <laughs> off. That's fair. Um, I actually... <laughs> I should say, actually, uh, I'm taking Texas here. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. I think, like, I think, listen, I've, Sark is a really good football coach. Like, let's be honest. Um, Based on what? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm I'm asking, I'm, I'm kind of curious what you're, we're basing that on. Because he got last hired time he was Texas job. Last time they he don't was make actual, mistakes. Last time he was an actual football coach, they, like, weren't great, and he got fired for off the field like well horrific decision making but sure. and then even when he was the head coach at washington it's not like they were good he just like was he a pete carroll guy so he got the usc job well, i mean they, they weren't bad they win they won seven eight games every year yeah, I mean, they're, in the, they're in the easy side of the pac-12 cool well this was also 10 years ago so <laughs> i'm just saying like i i think that like everyone might be a little bit hyped on Sark because like Alabama was just like intergalactically awesome the well, past couple of years. But yeah. I mean, Texas I, I, included I, the, the board yes. at Texas included. <laughs> well, right. And I mean, they, they I mean, they, 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 they struck out on urban Meyer too, right? They, he was the guy they actually wanted to get. Right. Um, now I I'm fully prepared to take Texas here too, Jordan, Jason, just, uh, just for the record. But I, uh, I don't know that like, I'm. I want to see some some consistent stretches of Texas football before I'm in on Sark being a good coach. I'll say that. Fair enough. Um, aside from that, I do think. <laughs> Thank you for letting me hijack your pick. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> to, to get your your hot coaching takes off, I will always stand aside. <laughs> um, you have so many of them, but I mean, I think like Texas is more talented. Full stop. Yes. Um, and it's going to be 100 degrees in Austin. Uh, and the, the difference between schools of Texas's 
stature and schools uh, very good teams of Louisiana's stature is depth. It's sure. it's not the first 22, it's the second 22. And I think that's going to be tested and exposed a little bit in uh, Austin gets hot AF. Um, sure. I mean, I don't think, I don't think Lafayette is exactly like, you know, um, brisk. Easy breezy cover girl. But, no, I, but right. it's, it's different. And you have to sure. play 60 minutes against the team who trots out as many four stars on the second Right. Line is you, you do on the first, so exactly. Does yeah, the line seem kind of low to you? Like in general, like I mean, I, I, I think, I think this is one of those games that just might be easy to overthink and want to take like talk yourself into Louisiana here because I think they're supposed to be a good Sun Belt team or they're in the Sun Belt, right? But I, I don't, I don't know. Jordan, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So this, this apparently, and I am really curious to see a chart this apparently opened somewhere at 16 and a half and has been bet down all the way to eight um so troubling i yeah i don't know if that was like an intern fell asleep at the wheel and and posted (laughs) that number (laughs) yeah fat finger to one in the tens column um i i'm gonna take texas they like jason said they should have jimmy's and joe's to completely outclass Louisiana um I I don't know I don't know if there's injuries involved I don't you know this is this is how you know real professional podcasting is done you get really prepared and you make your picks sure. based on on data um but yeah again this is it it's a big opportunity for Sark to like start off on the right foot like win over a lot of people who maybe are still disappointed that urban didn't take the job and they see him as as oh he was second choice and you know earn over some donors respect win with style points and uh you you get some momentum rolling there in austin so i will take the horns um fully rooting though for louisiana players to throw horns down at any oh. at any point <laughs> oh, Lord. yeah yeah because i don't that. know like the big 12 said they would they would flag other big 12 schools for it right but does that extend to like does that extend to out of conference games right what, what type of officiating crew are we going to have in austin these are questions that i would like to have answered at some point but yeah i'll take texas to cover yeah i i also am going to take texas to cover here i just don't want to overthink this one and um i think worst comes to worst texas can just lean on their running, their running game, and uh, and and probably just beat them up a little bit there. And then the talent on defense should be enough to to overcome there. So yeah, just give me give me Texas for all the reasons we've sort of discussed and and not discussed. But I have my eyes on Texas just to see how this goes. Um, a redemption story is cool for Coach Sark, um, and I I do think that there is a lot to like about at least offensive approach. Um, but I'm interested to see like what they look like on defense and just how uh, well coached of a team you know they come out being. We've seen Texas be not so well coached in the not so recent past with in the Charlie Strong years and just you know seem to be underperforming and then just like had just really I don't know it's just it was just kind of strange around Texas the past couple of years with you know pretty much a, a a legendary Texas quarterback guy there the whole time right. And they just never seem to really be able to put it all together. 
like they were losing to Maryland and stuff, you know. That's not good. Oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we will never forget. So, anyhow, give me the Longhorns, though. All right. Regrettably. Uh, final game of Labor Day Saturday, we've got Georgia. We've got Clemson. It's a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Clemson favored by three. I'm going to go ahead and take Georgia here, and I think they probably win the game straight up. Um, I think they're that talented. Clemson has their own talent for sure, but it's not to the le- – like the Georgia roster is absolutely stacked with stars yeah. in terms of composite rankings and all that fun stuff. Um, and I think they've they've probably got more – cohesion and wherewithal on on the offensive side of the ball especially than Clemson does at this point like I think Clemson's going to be a phenomenal team this year but with them trying to replace Trevor Lawrence and the first time they've got to do that with this roster is against Georgia's defense um that's that's not awesome prospects is Tony Elliott Tony Elliott still a column plays there I believe so you don't have faith in the big quarterback? I I think he'll do some great things, but I just like I didn't see enough of him last year to be like, oh yeah, he he can go out and beat Georgia. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I love I love Georgia here too, Jordan. Uh, to be honest with you, I think Georgia's defense is going to be awesome. Um, I do think that Georgia's defense maybe learned some lessons last year, say maybe even in the Florida game, dealing with some spread offensive approaches and maybe some running back. Uh, throw to the running back type game stuff that Clemson is going to do. I am on the record as saying that sometimes I think Clemson's offense is a little uh, basic and they do a lot of force the ball, the running back in the flats and then just take prospective deep shots down the sidelines. So, you know, if the all pass interference offense is working for you, that could be a good thing. Um, and I know Clemson does have, is it Justin Ross? Is he the guy that's mm-hmm. back? The, the, so, you know, that's going to be, Really interesting matchup to see what corner tracks him around the field because he is that, you know, kind of big, impressive Clemson wide receiver that we got used to a couple years ago when Clemson was awesome. Um, I think Clemson's defense is going to be better. Their defensive line should be better. Uh, but this is a huge game. It is a new quarterback. Um, I just really – I think I think Georgia's going to be more complete. And I think it's going to be like a hard-fought game to um, to – Two of the best teams in the country, honestly, wouldn't, you know, maybe even a chance that you could see uh, this matchup again later on down the year. I don't think Georgia winning this game by 10 or Clemson winning this game by 10 or something like that is very indicative of, um, you know, one of these two teams being not good or not deserving of being called one of the best teams in the country. This is, I mean, this is a a primo matchup in week one. We don't really get a whole lot of these. So I'm excited to watch this game. I think it's going to be big boy football. Yeah. I did not expect both of you guys to take Georgia. I'll be honest with you. Mm. Really got you sweating um, there, Cracky. Yeah, I'm really you know, I'm, I'm pondering. One and you're already hemming and hawing. I'm fin to ponder here. Um, Does Skalski have to sit out the first half of the game because he got kicked out of the national championship? Oh game? gosh, I hope so. <laughs> he might. Yeah, I mean, I like I I was going to say that the Clemson defense was going to be the difference maker. Um, and just not being 100% sure that Georgia was going to move the ball super easy on him. Um, but now, yeah, I'm, now I'm panicking. Um, 
Listen, you know. Georgia's had some. They've had some injuries in camp. I think uh, one of their better receivers was hurt and hasn't in either is going to play or hasn't been practicing. I know Eric Gilbert, the all-world tight end recruit that transferred from LSU, is he's been like in and out of practicing. Like I think there there there's reasons to maybe be concerned with Georgia's offense aside from it also just being a Kirby smart offense. Um, <laughs> but I just think that a Georgia team a Georgia team that has a pretty good quarterback. Um, is you know they're, they're good enough when they just turn around and hand the ball to the running backs usually yeah, yeah that's fair um i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with my first instinct i'm gonna take clemson um love it i'm gonna, I'm gonna have faith in that defense and and the big quarterback um but no i i agree with both of you get nothing would shot at me like clemson could win i mean georgia could win this game by yeah 10 15 or 10 or 14 and i, I wouldn't be shocked but um i just well, have a hard is, time yeah. I have a hard time picking against Clemson in this situation. Um, right. I know so. we give we give Dabo a lot of grief too, but Clemson is, is usually ready to absolutely go in yeah. these big games. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, usually they get to kind of like be super vanilla and mundane the whole season when they just like roll on Citadel and then like the entirety of their ACC schedule and then they're one, you know, then they look good in the ACC championship game and it's like they look like a different team in the playoff. Um, so I'm just kind of interested I mean, to see how it like see how much the playbook is available to them, how you know tricky they want to get or how deep they want to they want to get. I know one of the issues in the in the playoff game last year was I know it was didn't Elliot have COVID or he was out with COVID yeah, um, he was for protocol at least. Not so present. you could tell that the offense Clemson's offense seemed to kind of not have that. Uh, second punch ability that they might have had like they, they they didn't seem to be setting things up the way that they maybe usually do yeah it wasn't um, a super complex like approach right it, right it kind of seemed like when when we played video games like we had a favorite formation and a yes. favorite four Play. or five plays that we <laughs> right. run except you know alabama figured that out and it wasn't just a, a right. cpu Exactly, exactly. So I, I think he does make a difference. So that's why I, just, I think it'd be a great game. A three point spread is is you know that's that's a little. Where is this game? Atlanta. Uh, uh, Bank of America Stadium, which is where in hmm? America. That, that's Charlotte. That, sorry, that's Carolina Stadium. Oh, Charlotte. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, home game for Clemson. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Well, that's week one. So that exciting, uh, exciting week one matchups. Um, I, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm I'm tickled pink with the options available to us over yeah. the next and, uh, five and days. And we so. get Lane, as we mentioned previously, we get Lane with Monday night all to himself. Yeah, so by himself know, on a Monday night. You know, some things are are gonna take place. And he I might think, unleash. I think the he over, might unleash something on Twitter. Pretty good. Yeah, some sort of triple. Uh, Triple flea flicker situation. Just Matt Corral catching a touchdown pass. Do it for the tweets. Sideline with his hair on fire. So, okay. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, this is the Will Rap Podcast. Uh, but if you want to know again where to find us, we're on Twitter at the Wheel Route. We have an email address, wheelroutepodcast@gmail.com. Thewheelroute.com <clears throat> is the email. Not the email. It's the URL. It's the website. Yeah, you can go there. Uh, we'll make sure we get the picks spreadsheet up on the website, and uh, we will catch you guys on Sunday. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Hey, go Dukes. Go Dukes.